So the purpose of these gatherings is for us to hopefully stay in our hearts. We all want to be, hello, my back. I believe there's a shelter from uh, any storm and that's the one right in your chest. So we're all seeking, I think, to spend some more time there and to be able to find it more easily. And, you know, because that's where we're the most resilient and effective and that's where we can find some relief from worry and from uncertainty and from judgment and all that other stuff that's very pervasive right now. I think maybe you'd agree that you and I, when all this is, when this particular thing is over, are gonna be the ones maybe who will be the light bearers who will help lead the world, you know, to the kind of world that we want to live in. Everybody, everybody nod at that. So, so I think it's really important how we show up now, because the more we can keep our light shining now, obviously that's going to make it a lot easier for us to grab the responsibility of being the light bearers in the future. So that's why we're getting together every week. Thank you for joining me. Once again, um, I am assuming and trusting and hoping that your chiropractic philosophy and or your spiritual philosophy, for me, they're really one and the same thing, but are helping to minimize your fear and your doubt and your uncertainty. Please nod if that's true for you. A little bit, a little bit, maybe. <laughs> uh, it is one of the gifts of our philosophy is it is it can provide some uh, relief from fear. But, uh, you know, that being said, I think it's safe to say that we can all, um, Tim, you can record anytime if you haven't already. Um, we could all use some more comfort right now. Would you agree with that? I think comfort is a very universal need. And one of the things that's very unique about this situation is, you know, every time in the past, and there have been a, there have been some times where there, there was trouble in the world. I'm sure you remember. Yes, we, we've, we've had crisis, we've had fear, we've had uncertainty, and yet probably our first response in all those situations was to come together and comfort each other and hug each other and console each other. And that's one of the sad things about this situation is we don't have that as an ally. And I don't know about you, but I'm missing that a lot. I mean, I just came back from the store this morning, which is always a surreal experience these days. And it, it's weird that I keep running into people who used to be in my practice, people I haven't seen in years, people who normally I would just run over, grab and hug. And it's like, hello. And so, so now I've pretty much stopped asking people if they want hugs because I'm tired of being rejected. So I usually just say something like, I assume you don't want a hug and I'm hoping I'm wrong, but they're like, and this sucks, you know? I, so, so I think we might be suffering from a lack of hugs. I know I am. Um, many of you told, have heard me tell a story about a lady in my practice who was, uh, you know, terrorized my staff and she was mean and ornery and cranky and negative and and we work really hard in staff meetings, you know, how can we like hold a space of love for her? Um, how could we just not be scared, you know, whatless by her? And so we would try all these things and nothing really worked. And then one day, just it was a set of circumstances that kind of made me forget that I wasn't supposed to hug her. And I just grabbed her and hugged her and she started crying. And then she looked at me and she said, I haven't had a hug in 35 years. 
And like, I don't expect this situation to go on for 35 years, but if it goes on for 35 more days, I, I don't want to be more like Francis than I am right now. How about you? <laughs> Francis was the name of this lady. I mean, I totally understood where she was coming from, but she was missing a huge source of comfort, of healing, of, of human contact. And so we're all being really creative about staying connected with each other. I mean, again, this is really awesome. It's really helpful for me to see your faces. I wish they would hurry up and invent an app so that we could hug each other here on Zoom. But until we do, and until we're given back the right to have this incredible ally, because again, if we want to keep our light shining, we need that. We need that kind of comfort. We need that kind of encouragement. We need that kind of consolation. And since we really can't be there for each other, then I have some suggestions for you in the meantime that you can do for yourself. I mean, obviously, if you're isolated or quarantined with loved ones, I would set a timer and once an hour, I would just have group hugs, individual hugs, lots of hugs. I would, I would suggest 10 times more hugging than you're doing right now. I mean, in my life, I don't have the sorts of hugs that maybe you guys missed because you're in, a lot of you were in chiropractic practice. I used to get, you know, 200 hugs a day. Uh, I haven't had that for a few years. Um, so I'm really missing the hugs. So hug each other, you know, and touch each other and hold hands and caress and brush each other's hair and, you know, you know, keep it appropriate unless it's appropriate to be inappropriate. Go for it. I mean, any, any, sort, any sort of comforting touch right now would be a beautiful thing. Okay, so, but, and a lot of us are not in a situation where we can get that from people we're quarantined with. And I don't know if I need to say this. There's not a single person that I've spoken to that couldn't use a hug right now, that couldn't use comfort, that couldn't use some more touch in their life. Isn't that true? I mean, some people, some people actually are grieving or worrying about loved ones and, you know, that's really hard. Some people are worried, obviously, about the future or their money or their bank accounts or their livelihood. Of course, that's understandable. Some people need comfort just because they're happy right now and they feel guilty that they're happy right now. So, you know, we all have our little bits of insanity going on and we can all use some comfort. So forging ahead, besides touching uh, more, you can touch yourself again appropriately or whatever you want to do touching you know like massaging your arms or stroking your own hair or or you know shampooing your hair every day or if you have pets man my 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 dog knows something's going on and she always knows something's going on so she seems to be looking for hugs extra hugs too so uh, pets are a beautiful source of touch of comfort of consolation Nobody's going to yell at you for touching your pet and for being socially irresponsible for, or anything. So this is, this is a good one. If you don't have live pets, maybe you have stuffed animals. And this is, you know, especially if you're alone, nobody's going to see you. What the heck? Hug your pets or your stuffed animals. Uh, if you have big ones, that's great. I mean, I, I, we used to have ones that were bigger than half the kids that came into my practice. It's great to pull those out right now and hug away. And, and short of that, move, 
you know, I, I'm sure you're all hopefully taking walks if you're allowed to. Just movement, just just touching your feet to the earth, just 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 you know, touching your or allowing your limbs to touch each other. All this can you know at least partially mitigate our huglessness at this point and help a lot. And besides all that, I don't know Hillary used to really be afraid. My wife Hillary used to really be afraid of flying and especially takeoffs and landings. And it was just incredibly helpful for her, for me just to lay a hand on her arm as the plane was taking off or landing. She'd tell me all the time how much that helped. So there have been times when she was flying without me, even though I'm the one who usually flies without her, but there have been times she was flying alone and she told me that just picturing my hand on hers was helpful. So maybe we can just visualize hugging. Maybe we can just visualize touching. I can't tell you how many practice members of mine over the years would tell me when they were on the road, they would visualize being adjusted and they would get adjusted. I don't know, maybe that's a California wacky thing, but there's something real about our connection and there's something very real about anything we imagine. In fact, our brain can't tell the difference. So let's, let's visualize touching if we're hug deprived. Let's, let's, Put that in our meditation time, in our quiet time. Let's give ourselves what we need to keep our lights shining. Let's keep on keeping on. You know, we're all going to have a lot of work to do to make up for all these hugs uh, when we're allowed to hug. So let's let's fire it up. Let's <laughs> let's get going on that now. I wish I could hug you all right now, and many of you have been hugged by me and. And I am known for my hugs. I'm proud of that. I, I was a hug major in college. So, um, so if, you, if you remember one of my hugs, I'd love to send you a virtual hug. I am sending you a virtual hug right now. We can hold it for hours at a time. There's no embarrassment factor involved. Uh, nobody's gonna see. So let's take advantage of these things. Let's take advantage of, again, the support and love we have for each other. Even if we can't touch each other right now, we can certainly touch each other um, at the heart level. So I'm going to have Hillary come on and lead us in a meditation that hopefully can ground that in a bit further. Again, look for the recording in a couple of days. Um, and I'll see you next week. Oh, there she is. Oh, look. Well, I'm sorry if you're alone and that made you jealous. We'll see if the meditation can help with that. Hello, warriors of peace and well-being and radiant life. So I invite you to settle into your chairs. We, we do not have music playing during this meditation. We heard that it was a little distracting as it went in and out, got louder and lower. Instead, we have some tree guys outside our house cutting down limbs from our neighbors. So I'm sure that will be very soothing for all of us. If you hear that, it will be a Dharma bell and remind you to go to your heart instead. So I invite you to take a deep cleansing breath. Maybe one more purifying breath. Breathing into love. Breathing out love. And one more. 
So right where we are, we're going to mother ourselves. We're going to bring the arms of compassion to ourselves. Many of us didn't have that mothering energy when we were growing up, but we all certainly have it right inside of us, right where we are. So we're gonna breathe into these loving hearts, the doors to our heart wide open as unconditional love floods out from our heart to every cell of our body, to every thought, to every feeling we're holding that's feeling heavy. And just let this love hold everything. This great love is big enough to hold everything we're thinking and feeling. So I invite you right now to take your arms and hug yourself. Be the unconditional arms of love for yourself. Total acceptance. Feeling that gentle acceptance rocking you. Perhaps even actually rocking you. And if it doesn't resonate with you to actually do this, see if you can envision it in your mind's eye. Just holding yourself. Maybe taking your hand and putting it on your cheek, resting your cheek into your hand as you continue to hold yourself with the other hand and rock. Maybe going to the other cheek and just caressing your face, light touch of love. Even putting your fingers to your lips and sending that kiss, that unconditional love through your fingertips to every part of you that's still holding stress, tightness, sickness, worry. Just letting it all dissolve in this unconditional love that you are for yourself right now. Taking a deep breath into this acceptance, this gentleness, this powerful strength that can hold all that you're experiencing, all that you're feeling, everything you're thinking. We are okay. We will always be okay whenever we come back home to this heart of ours.
that can hold us in unconditional love. Here is our resilience. Here is our strength. So you can keep holding and rocking yourself if that feels right. You can put both hands on your heart if that feels right. You can just take a deep breath and lay your hands in your lap, settling into the presence of love, continuing to envision the arms of compassion around yourself, willing to hear sweet words of love, encouragement, and hope from this voice within you in the silence. Oh, we are so grateful to reside in the sanctuary of our heart where we are always so much bigger than we sometimes think we are. We are more than enough. We have everything we need inside. 
to walk through our day doing what's ours to do from this resilience and compassion that is the strength of our being. So right now, I invite you to take that vow with me, intending to return home to the sanctuary of our hearts whenever we need to, as often as we need to. That is our strength as well. And to be compassionate to ourselves, to be the arms of compassion around ourselves when we're feeling low or less than strong. And just be gentle with ourselves and accept it. And then straighten up and be the warriors that we were born to be. We say yes to being love. And so we go forth radiant and strong, full of well-being and vitality of life. We hold this truth for ourselves and each other and all those we love and care about and all beings on this beautiful planet, all her forms of life and for the planet herself. And as we see it, so it is. Aho. Namaste, dear ones.